The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services. Yield-seeking income investors have some real tough choices to make. Do you go with dividend-paying stocks, long-term bonds, or hot-performing real estate? Well, today's ETF battle is a triple header between three ETFs linked to each of these groups. It's DVY versus TLT and VNQ. So who wins the battle? Find out right after this. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. It's great to see you again. Income-seeking investors are faced with a bevy of choices. Do you go with dividend-paying stocks or maybe you go with real estate or maybe you go with long-term bonds to try to squeeze out some more yield income? And if you suffer from choice anxiety like I do, well, it's enough to drive a sane person absolutely mad. But we've got the prescription to help you. And on today's ETF Battle, it's a contest between the iShares Select Dividend ETF that's DVY going up against the iShares 20-year-plus Treasury Bond ETF, TLT, and the Vanguard Real Estate ETF, VNQ. So which of these ETFs will prevail in today's contest? You're about to find out. Now, before I introduce our judges, subscribe to ETF Guide TV if you haven't done so already. Check out our new original series called First Look ETF with the New York Stock Exchange. Hit the like button if you've been enjoying the programs that you're watching and send us your ETF ticker symbols for those of you that want to see a certain ETF in a future battle. Again, send us those ticker symbols in the comment section below, or you can do that on our Twitter feed, at ETF Guide. Also, by way of full disclosure, the outcome of every ETF battle that you watch is completely unknown to myself, along with our judges, and is never predetermined. Well, judging today's matchup is Dave Krinsis at ETF Portfolio Management and John Davey at Astoria Portfolio Advisors. Judges, it's great to see you again. Good to see you, Ron and uh, David. Ronnie D. John, let's battle. So we got our four battle categories, cost, exposure strategy. We've combined performance and yield. And then we've got our mystery battle category where you, our judges, can pick that one factor or multiple factors that you feel are material and crucial to today's matchup. And who knows, that mystery battle category may end up deciding which ETF wins this battle. So my scorecard is ready. We're going to go through each of these four battle categories one at a time. Our judges will pick DVY, TLT, or VNQ as their winner in each respective category. They can also opt for a split decision or nominate a wildcard ETF. Let's get started with cost. Dave, you're up. Get us started. On cost... VNQ is the lowest absolute cost, but from a protection perspective, 
TLT has been the greatest value. So on a value-adjusted basis, I give the win on cost to TLT. Thank you, Dave. We next move to John in terms of cost. How do you see it? Pure cost, like, you know, explicit cost. VNQ is 12 basis points. TLT is 15. DVY is 39. So for me, VNQ wins just on explicit known costs. Um, you know, I think, you know, if you start factoring in like trade-in, you know, liquidity, other costs, protection, you know, th that's a different beast. But just the average viewer of the show, I think, is just focusing on management fees, which is, in my case, you know, VNQ is going to win on that cat and that battle category. I don't disagree with David in terms of like other things that TLT brings to the table uh, that's valuable in terms of like protection when you have an economic downturn. Um, but that's a separate, maybe that could be a, a, a category that we debate, David, you know, late, later on the show. That's going to take us next to the exposure strategy category. And John, I think you can elaborate a little bit more and Dave will have the chance to, to elaborate more. So let's stick with you, John. Exposure strategy, which of these three ETFs jumps out at you? You know, for me, um, I, I'm always going to say, okay, stocks for the long run, there's an embedded risk premium, you know what you're getting. To me, it, it makes sense to own dividend paying stocks. DVY is broad-based U.S. stocks that are dividend-paying. TLT is long-term treasury bonds, which I think that's risky in the sense that right now rates are low and, and it feels like they want to go higher. Um, V&Q is REIT, so that's like a very specific part of, of, of the U.S. economy and the U.S. stock market. But I think the average person watching this show is basically, you know, they're better off owning DVY. Okay, so DVY is your pick for exposure strategy. Thank you, John. Don't forget to pick up that phone. Dave, you're up next for exposure strategy. Who wins the battle? Well, for exposure, long-term treasuries and REITs can add important diversification at times, but the protection from long-term treasuries has been most important when stocks crash. And it's this potential crash protection that makes TLT a core holding in the investable benchmark portfolios. And it also enables the use of leverage. So I give the win on exposure to TLT for historic crash protection. Thank you very much, Dave. And we now shift to performance and yield. So we've combined these two categories into one. And Dave, you're still up. So give it to us. Well, the short and long-term performance strongly favors REITs. It's especially great to see the real estate three times ETF, DRN, gain over 90% this year. But the purpose of these securities in this battle is often for enhanced diversification and protection, far more than aggressive growth. Over the past 1.6 years, you can see TLT provided the best protection when stocks crashed. So even though long-term treasuries are down this year, I give the performance win to TLT because crash protection is critical for defensive allocations. Thank you very much, Dave. I got you down for TLT. And uh, next up is John with his uh, opportunity to weigh in on performance and yield. What is your uh, what is your stance on this, John? So 10-year annualized returns, DVY is up 12.6%. VNQ is up 10.6%. TLT is up about 6.6%. So for me, you know, buy and hold, own stocks for the long run, you, you're going to do better owning DVY. Yes, TLT is a good protection when the economy crashes, but I think on this show we want to educate people, get them to invest in the stock market, own it for long periods of time. So for me, DVY you know, wins on, on performance. 
In terms of yield, CDY's 3.3% yield, BNQ is about 3%, TLT is 1.4. So you're better off, you know, owning DVY for the long run because you get compensated, plus you get the coupon, you know, in the interim. So DVY to me is a, is a clear standout. Thank you, John. We now shift to the mystery battle category where our judges can pick that one factor or multiple factors that they think are so important to today's battle. So, John, tell us, what is your mystery battle category and who wins it? You know, here at Astoria Advisors, we focus on risk-adjusted returns. So, you know, if you own a security, it can go up 50 70%. That's great. But, you know, what type of risk are you taking to generate that return? So we like to focus on this term sharp ratio, which is the return per unit of risk. When I look over the last five years, which has the highest return per unit of risk amongst those three, i.e. which one has the highest sharp ratio, it's DBY, it has a 0.6 sharp ratio, VNQ has a 0.4 sharp ratio, and TLT has a 0.3 sharp ratio. So for me, you know, DBY wins just on this risk-adjusted return that you can get. You know, I agree um, that, you know, crash protection is something that you'll get with uh, TLT. So I, I don't doubt everything that, you know, David is saying in terms of like, you know, having that buffer in the portfolio. TLT definitely has a very valuable place. Um, I just think over long periods of time, you know, stocks have a well-documented risk premium where you get compensated for owning the risk of stocks. So for me, you know, you're better off owning DBY for the long run. You get compensated for it. It's a more attractive risk-adjusted return, plus you get the nice dividend. Thank you, John. I got you down for DVY for your mystery battle category. Dave, your mystery battle category, what is it and who wins it? Well, before I get to the mystery category, let me just address the long-term returns that John mentioned for these three securities. It is interesting to see how much REITs have outperformed on a 10-year basis, and the dividend uh, security did much better than TLT long-term as well. However, once you compare those, gr- those returns to growth alternatives, be it the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ 100, they're materially inferior. So I have found in our research that when you combine long-term treasuries with a cleaner growth engine, the combination is a better solution for the investor than going with a hybrid you know, a a solution that's kind of in the middle. And I think when you look at the math and the investable benchmarks, it's really amazing to see how much more unit of return you get per unit of risk in sticking with long-term treasuries. So from a defensive perspective, that was my focus from the performance, that that's a dominant security for protection. But clearly for growth, long-term treasuries is not the dominant security here. And from, from a mystery category perspective, Ron, you know, position weighting is a big decision, and TLT can be a much larger portfolio weighting given the value and its non-correlation and crash protection. In the 2008 housing crash, the 2011 European debt crisis, the fourth quarter of 2018, and recently in the first quarter of 2020, long-term treasuries delivered priceless protection again and again. So the position weighting win goes to TLT. And now each of our judges will be given a final opportunity to give us their overall winner. So, Dave, uh, tell us, what is your overall winner for today's battle? Well, to recap this defensive ETF slugfest, income and protection should be about protection first and total return second. So for this battle, I favor TLT and TMF 
for potential crash protection. And I give second place to real estate, VNQ and DRN for total return. And ETFPM has long positions in all of these securities just mentioned. Thank you very much, Dave. And now, John, your final opportunity to give us your overall winner for this triple header. Tell us. Look, I think for me, you know, you want to own stocks for the long run, you know, kind of look past like the near term volatility. That's what we preach, you know, amongst our clients, which are other financial advisors, you know. So, yes, definitely TLT is going to win when you get these acute periods of volatility. But over long periods of time, you know, stocks always have historically gone up here in the U.S. I think dividend paying stocks make a lot of sense given where rates are now. Rates, you know, have fallen quite a bit. 10 years at 1.2, 1.3%. You know, if you can get, if you can own stocks, which are real assets, plus own dividend paying companies, dividends are, you know, in the U.S. at least, you know, companies are very, um, you know, they protect their dividends, right? They, they don't want to cut their dividends. They want to try and grow their dividends. So if you can get dividend growing stocks, I think for the long run, it makes a ton of sense, particularly in a low rate environment. So I think DVY has shown like higher risk adjusted return, higher 10 year outperformance. Of course, in a downturn, it's not going to do well, um, but it's not supposed to. That's why you have specific bonds in a portfolio. There's probably a, a, a case for owning both you know, bonds, long-dated bonds, along with stocks in a multi-asset portfolio. But if I'm just going to pick one product and just kind of buy and hold it, it's probably going to be DVY, although I don't think that that's what a lot of people do. But I give the overall data category when it's a DVY. Well, thank you very much, judges, for weighing in and giving us your timely analysis. And according to my battle scorecard, this is a split decision uh, with uh, Dave favoring TLT. He likes it for the downside protection, uh, as he mentioned multiple times. And you know what? John didn't ag disagree with him either. John John uh, believes that that's important. But at the same time, you know, John likes the better risk-adjusted returns in his viewpoint with DVY. And, of course, uh, over the long run, feels that stocks will reward investors that hold them for long enough, all that risk. And so, um, again, I think the magic of this program is the differences in viewpoints. Because you know what it does? It amplifies our perspective and allows us to see things that we sometimes subliminally miss on our own. And so that's the magic of this show. And yes, today's program did end in a split decision, but I think we're all smarter for having listened to your analysis and listening to your arguments. So a great job. Thank you again, Dave and John, for your timely analysis. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, guys. Great to be on with you guys. Ronnie D, split decision strikes again. Happy battles, guys. And by the way, uh, you can get in touch with our judges. Just hit the description section below, and I've got links to each of our judges. You can catch up with them and read more about their research and their investment process. So which ETF battle would you like to see in the next episode? Be sure to post your ticker symbols in the comment section below. You can also hit us up on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Don't forget to listen to ETF Battles. If you're on the road, you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, and all the major podcasting platforms. Well, thanks for watching. I'm Rhonda Leggy with ETF Guide TV. Watch the battle before you invest. We'll see you next time. Take care.
The Direction Daily S&P 500 Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs. Trade under the ticker SPXL for the 3X Bull and XPSS for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the S&P 500 index for a single day. The S&P 500 index holdings include names such as Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, and Facebook, with index sector weightings including information technology, healthcare, financials, and consumer discretionary. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on S&P 500, you choose the direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to direction.com. Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Careful to consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.